you can say the positive affirmation, but it doesn't, there's a disconnect because you don't actually feel that way, right? So tapping is different because we're going to acknowledge and we're going to say, I'm feeling anxious and stressed. And we're going to tap on the points and hold space for those feelings. And as we do that, different thoughts start to arise. And then slowly and organically, we can kind of move the needle on the scale and get get to that better feeling or thought. But when we're dealing with like intense emotions, it might not be practical to think that you're going to be able to go from feeling really stressed and anxious to feeling light and airy and everything's great, right? Like that might not be possible, but maybe it's possible to get to a point like I've been stressed before and I've gotten through it or I'm stressed and it's okay and I'm okay, you know, and those are better thoughts and feelings than just like sitting in the discomfort of, of the anxious thoughts. Welcome to Neurons to Nirvana, a platform for creative forces that embrace the unconventional and the quest for artistry, humanity, innovation, health, and healing of the mind and soul. Join me, Tom Hartridge, on a journey celebrating experiences unbound by physical borders or traditional norms, from inside the mind to the far reaches of the universe, this is Neurons to Nirvana. You may have heard of or even personally experienced therapists and medical practitioners, including tapping into their treatment of anxiety, depression, insomnia, and PTSD. Today we answer, how does tapping work? As an expert in the emotional freedom technique, EFT, also known as tapping, my guest today, Lauren Fonville, offers a fresh perspective on what is keeping people feeling stuck both physically and emotionally. The basic technique requires you to focus on the negative emotion at hand, a fear or an anxiety, a bad memory, an unresolved problem, or anything that's bothering you. Our underlying beliefs and emotions, whether or not we're aware of them, can affect our happiness in life. Learning how to manage our emotions and release better, any associated stress can be a complete game changer. Lauren is a EFT International Certified Practitioner who joins me today to walk through the tapping technique that helps reduce anxiety and process emotions around trauma. Lauren offers the listeners a free masterclass, Intro to EFT Tapping for Anxiety and Pain. In this class, she'll talk about the science behind why tapping works, and you will guide yourself through a tapping sequence to experience it for yourself. You can get a glimpse into this technique if you watch it on my YouTube channel, Neurons to Nirvana Podcast. Either way, visit the show notes for more information on her class. I'm excited to share today's episode because besides her hands-on instruction, Lauren shares the science behind EFT and the remarkable benefits observed for veterans in treating PTSD. Unlike many expensive medications and health treatments, tapping is less and less time-consuming. It gives you the power to heal yourself, putting your health back into your own hands. So let's jump in and learn more about the emotional freedom technique in Lauren Fonville. Lauren, how are you today? I'm good. I'm excited to talk with you today. I'm super excited to speak with you as well. I've had a guest on earlier uh, in the podcast talking about EFT, but I wanted to reach out to you and uh, I'm super excited that you're willing to share your 
life's work and how you got into it. And then I figured we'd walk through it. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So tell me what brought you to the uh, emotional freedom technique, EFT, tapping. Yeah, it's been a journey and it really all started with um, my own struggles with anxiety and stress. And I was at a time in my life where things were really overwhelming. We had recently found out that my husband was going to have to deploy again. And this deployment came unexpectedly because he was at this time in the reserves and I didn't see it coming. Neither did he. And so that was very different than past appointments where you have like months and months of preparation time. And so I found myself having panic attacks and I realized that I needed to figure something out so that I could really show up as my best self for my kids, because this was also the first time of um, him going on deployment while we had kids. And so for me, it started, uh, it originally started with going to yoga and um, I went through yoga teacher training and then I was introduced to a lot of different healing modalities, hanging out at the yoga studio all the time and just being around people that are into energy work. And I um, studied Reiki and became a Reiki practitioner. And then I joined a coaching group and was introduced to tapping in that coaching group and had a really... Um, pretty amazing first experience with it. And it just was enough for me to want to continue to learn more. So I kept uh, tapping with a practitioner and then also on my own and then went on to study it so that I could share it with other people. But it really is all about, it was all about me trying to figure out a way of, of feeling, feeling good. And then I started sharing it at the time I was doing marketing freelancing work and I started sharing it with some of my clients because as entrepreneurs, they were dealing with stress and anxiety and sometimes limiting beliefs too. And so it was just something that I started sharing like, hey, you want to give this thing a try? It's called tapping. And um, and then they started to see results. And that was really what like kickstarted me to really want to go get certified so that I could truly share it with other people. Oh, great. Yeah. So I've, uh, I've had issues with uh, struggles with depression and anxiety. And then I have ADHD. And so sometimes things, it's hard for me to focus. And for someone like myself, who might have a very preoccupied mind, do you do any exercises or anything prior to sort of focus? Or do you just jump right in? Well, so a lot of my clients will come to me and they will say that they struggle with meditation for a lot of the same reasons, right? Because like, the monkey mind, right? You got all these thoughts going on. And so what I find is that tapping actually is what I recommend for people to do before meditating, because it is a practice that I feel like helps you to get everything out of your head or kind of like acknowledge it. And, and what I like to say is like kind of sweep it over to the sides. It's not gone completely, but it's, it's out of the way enough that you can then you know, get into a deeper meditation. But uh, starting a session, sometimes I will just instead of, you know, diving right in and tapping and talking, which is a big part of it, using words, acknowledging how you're feeling as you're moving through the practice. Sometimes we'll just we'll just tap and breathe. And that can be a very grounding practice to to kick things off. Do you gradually tell your your clients to pick something specific or it's a very organic process. So, you know, there's some people who who come to it and they just have this overall feeling of 
anxiousness or stress and overwhelm and they don't even know why right like maybe it's like they're busy at work but it's not too crazy and they've got you know family life things going on and but there's nothing that they can really point to as to why they're feeling so incredibly overwhelmed and that's okay you don't have to know this is a process that you can start off at that global scale and you can start off using words like i'm so overwhelmed and i don't even know why i'm feeling really anxious i don't even know why and just stick with those feelings and then naturally as the process unfolds you start to get more specific or you start to have thoughts come to the surface sometimes those are thoughts that are um, that makes sense, right? It's something that's currently going on in, on in your life. Or sometimes it's a thought that can feel like it's unrelated to what's going on. It can be a memory that pops up of something from your past. And the conscious mind wants to make sense of that. And so it's like, no, that's not related to why I'm feeling this way. But oftentimes there is a link, even if we even if it's not that direct line, you know, that you can figure it out right away. And so we tap on whatever comes up, whatever thoughts come up, whatever memories come up. And um, it's just a natural of un unfolding. One thing really leads to the next and helps you get to the root of, of what's going on. And, you know, sometimes that can happen in one session and sometimes it takes longer and that's OK. OK, well, great. Let's use me as a guinea pig, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I guess first we'll just walk through where the tapping points are. And the the idea behind tapping is that we are acknowledging how we're feeling because so much of the time we as humans don't take the time to really acknowledge how we're feeling, especially when those feelings are uncomfortable. So when we're talking about stress, anxiety, overwhelm, you know, those are not the feel good, warm and fuzzies. We shove them down and we distract ourselves with something else, right? And then that can work for the short term, but not for the long term. So with tapping, what we do is we tune in to how we are actually feeling in the moment. So let's say the feeling is stressed and anxious then, you know, some people, I, I just want to kind of do a little bit of a comparison. Some people will say, okay, I recognize that I'm stressed and anxious. And now I'm going to go all the way to the opposite end of the spectrum and say a positive affirmation, like I am calm, cool, and collected. I don't know. Right. And, but you can, you can say the positive affirmation, but it doesn't, there's a disconnect because you don't actually feel that way. Right. So tapping is different because we're going to acknowledge and we're going to say, I'm feeling anxious and stressed. And we're going to tap on the points and hold space for those feelings. And as we do that, different thoughts start to arise. And then slowly and organically, we can kind of move the needle on the scale and get get to that better feeling or thought. But when we're dealing with like intense emotions, it might not be practical to think that you're going to be able to go from feeling really stressed and anxious to feeling light and airy and everything's great, right? Like that might not be possible, but maybe it's possible to get to a point like I've been stressed before and I've gotten through it or I'm stressed and it's okay and I'm okay, you know, and those are better thoughts and feelings than just like sitting in the discomfort of, of the anxious thoughts. So um, I just wanted to share that kind of before we, before we got started. So the first point is on the pinky side of the hand and you can tap with either hand. I tend to tap with my right. Um, so I'm tapping with my right hand on the pinky side of my left hand on the fleshy, fleshy point part of the hand. 
And then the next point is right in the center of the head. So I, uh, right at the crown of the head. So I tend to do it with an open palm, but you can also do it with both hands with the fingertips. And it's really just figuring out what feels best for you, what you, what you like. There's no wrong way of tapping. Then we come to the start of the eyebrows and you can tap on, um, both sides, you know, both eyebrows at the same time. So I'm using my index finger and middle finger on both sides of the eyes. And then going to all the way to the sides of the eyes near the temples. And then we go underneath the eyes. And then we move underneath the nose, kind of at that 90 degree point where the nose and the lip come together. And then we move to the chin crease and the collarbone. So for the collarbone, we're about, you know, you can use one hand, you can use two hands. So you're really on the fleshy part underneath the collarbone on both sides. And then the next point is under the arm. So on the side of the body. So for women, it's like the center of the bra strap. And for men, it's about two and a half inches, two, two and a half inches from the armpit. And then the last point is between the pinky and the ring finger on the back of the hand. And that's it. That's what's called a round of tapping. Those are those are all of the points. And those points that we're tapping on are the end points of the meridians. And the meridians are how energy moves through the body. They're often uh, talked about with Chinese medicine. And with tapping, you're as you're tapping on those points, it's helping to get any stuck energy moving. And, and I know that that can kind of seem like, what? What do you mean stuck energy? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, but you know, it's just like how our blood moves through our veins, our energy moves through our meridians and it can kind of just kick, kickstart things. Um, and then also there is a lot of science behind this. There are a lot of studies that have been done about what's actually going on in your brain during this process. So as you tap on these points, it's sending a message to the amygdala in the brain and the amygdala is the part of the brain that controls fight or flight. And so when, um, when you are in a state of stress and anxiety, the amygdala, that alarm center is going off. So you picture this alarm going off. And when that alarm going off, uh, is going off the prefrontal cortex, which is the area of your brain where you make those good sound decisions. If they, they say you flip your lid. So when that alarm's going off, that prefrontal cortex is offline and the information from your, when you're you know, information's coming up your brainstem to try to get to that prefrontal cortex. And it can't get there because this alarm is going off and it's going crazy. And so as you're tapping on this point, on these points, it's sending a message to the amygdala. Like you don't need to be going off. That alarm doesn't need to be going off. And so then that prefrontal cortex can slowly come back online. So now the information can come up there to the prefrontal cortex and you can make those good sound decisions. And when we're talking about chronic stress and anxiety, you can get to the point where you're so overwhelmed, you're so stressed out, you may even say to yourself, like, I can't even think straight right now. And you literally can't because that part of your brain is offline right now because you have all of that cortisol pumping through the body. And so as you tap on the points and as that message is being sent to the amygdala to say, hey, you don't need to be creating all of that cortisol right now. It's been shown to reduce the amount of cortisol, which is the stress hormone in the body by up to 43%. And that is like 
a really, really big wow. number. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's a study that was done by Dr. Peter Stapleton, who is based out of um, Australia. And she's done some some phenomenal work with the studies that she's done on um, on PTSD and also in bringing tapping into schools and how it's um, positively impacting children and reducing their anxiety and improving their grades and all sorts of stuff. So there's some really cool stuff that's going on in our brain while we're doing this work. And it's helping to um, create new neural pathways so that you can, you know, think a little bit differently. And when you think about things differently, you feel differently. And when you feel differently, you take different action. And when you take different action, you get you get different results. And I mean, I think that's what we all want. We want the results of feeling good, right? <laughs> so you got to do something differently to get there. And this is this is a tool that, that can help you do that. Over the years, I realized this, particularly with uh, anxiety, depression, there is no uh, quick fix, right? You got to you gotta feel it to heal it. You can't just like ignore it and like run from it and, you know, flip a switch and it be all better. You really have to you have to sit with the emotions and you have to move through it. And that's where, that's where the healing can really begin. Yeah. And so how long would I do each sequence for? Yeah. So it depends, right? Like I'm always going to tell people that I think tapping on a regular basis is going to help you so that when you're in those situations where you're feeling really stressed and overwhelmed, you'll be more likely to like pull it out of the toolbox and actually use it. Um, so even just tapping a few minutes a day can be can be helpful because it, it can be a practice that's used proactively in that way as part of your, you know, just like re regular routine. And then it can also be used reactively in those situations where you find yourself being triggered and want to reduce that that feeling of overwhelm and stress in the in the moment. And so. You know, it can it depends on how long you have to do it for. It it depends on how long have you been dealing with the particular issue. Um, you know, how how ready are you for for healing? You know, sometimes we have lots of different resistance that pops up and and um, we are holding on to the stress and anxiety or the fear or the limiting belief because in, in some subconscious way, it's protecting us. So it's really your ability to be able to, to tune in and allow yourself to feel your feelings is what's going to really you know, make, make the difference in doing this work. And I have to assume that this is different for everybody. Right. Yeah. I mean, and every session is going to be different. So as we're tapping on those points that we just kind of went through, we're also using words. So um, when you're when you're tapping, you know, the biggest question that I get a lot is like, well, what do you what do I say? I don't know what to say. Um, and that can be the most challenging part. So, you know, there's different things you can do. There's tons of YouTube videos out there and I make lots of YouTube videos that you can tap along with, which can be very helpful, especially if you're a beginner. Um, but I always caveat that with, you know, what the, what the practitioner is saying when they are tapping might not resonate with how you are feeling. And if there's a disconnect between what they are saying and you repeating it, then that's not going to really work as well for you. So learning to really recognize how you are feeling and putting words to those feelings is where you're going to really begin to notice a difference. And so that's why it can be helpful to, to work with a practitioner in the beginning to help you to, to recognize that process. Um, but you can also do things like 
you know, just imagine that you're picking up the phone and calling a friend and telling them about everything that's bothering you. And just, you know, as if you're talking to somebody and just talking out loud and tapping on these points, that can be, that can be a helpful process for people, or you can keep it super simple and just stick to the, the emotion. Like I'm feeling really anxious and keep saying that same phrase until something else starts to bubble up. Like I'm feeling really anxious, tapping on the points. I'm feeling really anxious, all of this anxiety. And as you say that, and as you really tune into your body, maybe noticing where the, where you're feeling the anxiety, other thoughts are going to start to come to the surface and then you can use those words. So it's, it's definitely different for everyone and how you're feeling and what you're saying and all of that. Yeah. Would you mind sharing the most breakthrough experience for yourself? Yeah. So I would say the, my first experience with, with tapping was really profound. Um, I was, um, dealing with, like I said, a lot of anxiety and stress. And for me, that really starts to portray itself physically. I have TMJ. And when my anxiety acts up, I get a lot of tension in my neck and in my jaw. And during this time, I was, um, I was having a really bad flare up. And, you know, it, for those of you that don't have TMJ, it's like, you know, you can't open your mouth all the way, you can't eat certain foods can trigger it, like harder foods, you know, and it can be, it's very uncomfortable. It's a very uncomfortable tension, tightness in your, in your face and in your neck. And um, so when I found out that this could not only help with how, you know, I'm feeling emotionally, but also physically, I was very skeptical because I was doing all sor sorts of things to try and help this pain. I was, um, I had gone to the dentist and got one of those night guard things to sleep with. I was uh, rubbing peppermint oil on my jaw. I was trying to avoid, you know, hard, crunchy foods. I, all, all sorts of things I was trying to do. And so when I had this session with the practitioner, um, the way that a one-on-one -on -one session works is the practitioner really peppers you with a lot of questions. And so she was asking, you know, how does it make you feel that you're dealing with TMJ? And I was frustrated. So we use those words, even though I'm so frustrated, I love and accept myself. I'm so frustrated, right? I'm tapping and saying, repeating after her, she would say a sentence, I would repeat her. And, um, and then I started to feel really, really angry. And I was angry because my TMJ was originally started for me um, after I got my wisdom teeth out. And when I got my wisdom teeth out, the dentist dislocated my jaw to get them out. Yeah, I didn't know that he was going to do this. So now mind you, I got my wisdom teeth out like 15 years prior to this tapping session. Uh, and I did not realize I was carrying all this anger still. <laughs> I was holding on to this. And so I was angry. So I'm talking about how angry I am. I can't believe that he did this. And then it really moved to this feeling of betrayal. I felt betrayed because I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know that that was even a possibility. I felt very betrayed. And then, and this is where this, the, it got interesting is that I then had what I thought, uh, like I mentioned before, was a, a memory pop up that I didn't think was related. It was a memory of a time that I was betrayed by a friend. And in my mind, that had nothing to do with why I was in pain, right? I, it was a, a totally, that was a totally different time period in my life. And I, I didn't see a connection. There wasn't like a, a direct line that I could draw to that. However, the practitioner was like, well, let's, let's just tap on it anyway. Even though you don't think it's related, let's tap on it anyway. So we started tapping on how I felt betrayed by that friendship and, you know, the particulars of that situation. And then it ended 
with me really feeling sad that I, that that friendship had ended. And so then she asked me to check back in with the pain. So before we had started, she'd asked me to rate how much pain I was in on a scale of one to 10. And I had told her I was at about an eight. And then at the end of the session, she asked me to rate the pain and I was at a two. And that blew my mind because I, um, like I said, I'd been doing all sorts of things to try and mitigate this pain and nothing had been working. So to me, that was a, it was very, very clear that there was an emotional component to this pain and that a lot of that was like anger and betrayal that I had been holding on to in, in my jaw. And so that was, that was a big deal for me. And I was like, okay, this is, this is, I still felt like, okay, this is weird. We're tapping on our, I'm tapping on myself to feel better, but like it works. And I don't know why at that time I didn't know why it was working, but it was, it was the thing that was helping me and I didn't care. <laughs> you know, I was just happy that, that I was finding some relief. So yeah, that's my personal story that really kind of got me to keep going with it and wanting to share it with others. What about any clients? Have you had any clients or students of yours who have had things that you just mentioned personally, but just traumatic experiences that may have been suppressed from childhood or that just emerged? Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's also, I mean, I have lots of stories. Most recently I had a client who came to me because she had a fear of going on elevators. She never had a traumatic experience in an elevator. She used to ride on elevators uh, frequently uh, as, as an adult. When she was in her 30s, like for work, she would always be in elevators. And as time went on, she just found herself like getting very claustrophobic and she started having severe panic attacks to the point where she couldn't get on an elevator. And this was really impacting her life and how she was, you know, and her relationship, because she wasn't able to go on certain vacations, like going to Manhattan was out of the question, because there's no way that she could get into an elevator and stay in a hotel, you know, and so she wanted to try and get to the bottom of it. I think she had seen, um, I think she had seen a, a documentary that had that had mentioned tapping, and she um, then did some research and, and found me. And so we worked together for eight weeks, and a lot of the stuff that we ended up tapping on was from her childhood, um, which in her mind didn't make sense as to why why this was, um, you know, how that was related. But by the end of the time, we worked together for eight weeks. By the end of that time, she was she had actually planned a vacation that she was leaving on that very next day after our last session. And she was able to ride every single elevator on that on that trip and not, you know, not freak out and not have a panic attack. So, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say she loved riding elevators, but she was able to do it. Right. And uh, that was pretty, pretty life changing for her. So now she can. Now she can do that. And like, I, I'm just, I just feel, you know, lucky and blessed to be able to have helped her through that process. How was EFT formulated? When did this start exactly? It was originally something called TFT, thought field therapy, which was um, pr primarily used for, um, and uh, therapist trained in it. And then, um, Gary Craig was someone who changed the process a little bit. TFT was much more, much more complicated. And then he, um, he changed the process, made, streamlined it to the points that we have now. Whereas before TFT was more specific um, as far or more detailed in like, if you, for example, um, 
have uh, have stomach pain going on, right? Like nervousness maybe showing up in your stomach. Well, then you would only be tapping underneath the eye because underneath the eye is the, I, th I think it's under the eye, is the meridian that is attached to the stomach because every meridian is attached to or uh, really correlates with, a, with an organ. And so it was much more complicated. Gary Craig simplified the process and then also made it um, open to the public with, um, with very reasonably priced videos. And so anybody could do it. It wasn't just for a therapist. So then it became more, more widespread. Should you really like yourself do it with a practitioner? Is this something that I could just ease into? <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, you can, I mean, I would definitely say, give it a try, right? You could pull up a, a YouTube video and see how, and see how it makes you feel. Um, I would say if you are someone who knowingly has experienced trauma, I would definitely recommend doing it with a practitioner. So it's being done in a, in a safe way and, and guiding you through it. Um, but as I mentioned before, like when we are, when we are, um, you know, really in the midst of our feelings, it's like, you know, you, you're just so wrapped up in it. I think of like, I think of it as like a tornado and you're like in the eye of the tornado and it's very hard to see outside of that. And so having a practitioner who's kind of coming in from a different perspective and can look at things in a, a completely new way, they can also pick out the, the words that you're saying that might, that seem a little bit more intense and to help you guide you through that process. I mean, even as a practitioner myself, I work with a practitioner because there is real value in, in having someone um, to hold that space for you too. You know, there's just value in, in that. You know, when I'm, when I'm in a place where I'm like really feeling all the feels about whatever's going on in my life, you know, worries about my parents, worries about my kids, like it can feel, it can feel very overwhelming. And so having somebody to help me, you know, pick out the words for that and guide me through the process can be, can be very, very helpful. Or like they ask questions that I haven't thought of. Yes. And, right. and then that can help me, you know, think about something differently. And that brings up something else that we tap on. How many practitioners do you think are out there doing EFT? Oh, there's, there's lots of us. There's definitely lots of, I don't know how many, that's a good question. I am not, I am not sure, but um, I am certified through uh, EFT International. And um, I would definitely, if you're looking for a practitioner, I would, I would look for an EFT international certified uh, practitioner, just because the training is extensive, because as with anything that's like in that, you know, coaching world, like you can go and go on, what is it, uh, Udemy and like, <laughs> pay like 10 bucks and get certified. Yeah. Right? Like, so, you, so I would definitely, I mean, a really good resource is EFTinternational.org. Okay. Is there a network for you all? Um, do you all have uh, conferences and so forth? Oh yeah, uh huh. Yeah, we have. We definitely do. We have conferences, and um, uh, there's like networking groups of of practitioners for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I just came across EFT earlier this year. They're just things that I think I've suppressed that I want to sort of address so that. I can be more present for loved ones during the holiday season because it's the end of the year and everybody's running around mile a minute, right? And that's common, right? Because we, and I think we do that and we do that to protect ourselves, especially in the moments when like the, when the overwhelm and the grief is so high, we kind of shove it down so we don't have to feel it, feel it all. 
and it can it can eat away at us and it can you know build up to a point where it's got to come out at some point right and sometimes it can come out emotionally um and sometimes it can it can come out physically too and um you know all of these experiences that we've had in our in our lifetime all of those experiences have emotions attached to them and the definition of emotion is energy in motion so it's this idea that our emotions want to move they want to be felt they want to be acknowledged and they want to move they don't want to be stuffed down and stagnant and fester and so yeah learning how to you know sit with the feeling which can be uncomfortable for people you know like and it can be scary for people the the idea of inviting in the sadness or sitting in the sadness or sitting in the anger that you've been avoiding for so long that can be an overwhelming thought and um and the thing with tapping is that it can be done in a very gentle way so it's not if you are someone who has experienced trauma and i think on some level we've all experienced trauma you know some of us little t trauma and some of us big t trauma but um you know allowing ourselves the 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 space to really acknowledge these these feelings so that we can release them and what because if you think of all of these emotions that we've held on to or that we have you know stuffed down and tried to ignore and like think of that almost as taking up physical space in your body and then if you're able to release that emotion and create this new space in your body what do you want to fill that up with and you get to choose and um it can be it can be a really it can be a really beautiful process and particularly with trauma it um it can help you tapping can help you to create um the space between the traumatic event and the physical sensation in the body so when you think of something like being in a car accident and um you know when you're in that car accident in the moment maybe your heart is racing maybe you're sweating you um you know, you're having, you're, you're having that fear just wash all over your body. And then it can be years later and you physically recovered from the, the accident, but then all of a sudden you hear the crash of a, of a car down the block, or you hear the screech of a, of a car driving by. And it's as if you're transported back in time and you're physically feeling those, those same feelings in your body. And so tapping helps to create this space between that traumatic event and the physical sensation in the body so that you can eventually get to a point where you can think about that thing that happened to you, maybe even talk about it if you want to, and not have the physical response in the body. And that can be, that can be really powerful. I mean, there was a study that was done for um, veterans that had been diagnosed with PTSD. And after six weeks of tapping in a one-on-one -on -one setting once a week for an hour, 90% of the veterans in that group had a reduction in their PTSD symptoms. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Of veterans? 90% of people in that, in that group. And then they checked back in with them three months later, and the reduction was still there. Six months later, the reduction was still there. Some of them had such a reduction in their symptoms that they were no longer diagnosed with PTSD, which I found just phenomenal. And as, especially as a military spouse, you know, knowing how many of these veterans do come back with PTSD. Like that's a pretty phenomenal thing. And the fact that, you know, uh, tapping has been approved by the VA. And so there are therapists that are doing uh, EFT with, with veterans. So it's pretty awesome. I had no idea that uh, that's amazing. I mean, 
Uh, and when did the VA take that on? Recently or? or yeah, um, you know, they say that it, it, it's an evidence proof. It's it, it's an evidence backed practice. So it's not like scientifically proven or whatever, even though there are all of these studies, it's evidence-based, but that the VA started allowing their, their therapists to start doing it probably within the last five years, I would, I, I think, um, don't, uh, don't quote me on that. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. I feel like with any form of alternative to, of healing, it's set and setting, but also my mindset, you have to be willing to to, to try something. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, a lot of my clients come to me because they have tried all these different things and none of it really worked. And then they read a book that mentioned tapping or they talked to a friend who mentioned tapping and they're like, okay, maybe I'll try this thing. That sounds a little weird and whatever. I'm, re I'm, I'm so ready, right? Like they're like so ready for something to shift that they're willing to try it and they're open to it. If you have more options, to try something you can use it as a supplemental or, or you can focus i mean it's just like reiki there's so many great things out there and resources and people and that's the great and fascinating thing about eft is it's not you don't have to buy any equipment it's just you right? yeah all you need is yeah, your fingertips you just, and even and even still like even if you some like I've worked with a bunch of people that have fibromyalgia and um, and sometimes the tapping itself can be bothersome to pe to, to some people, uh, especially those with fibromyalgia. And so you don't have to tap if, if you can also just apply light pressure to some of these points. And even if that is bothersome to you, you can just close your eyes and imagine yourself doing it and kind of walking through the process and saying the words and just imagine yourself tapping or imagining yourself touching and holding these points. And that has been shown to work as well, too. So it's um, it's pretty amazing. It really is pretty amazing. Well, I, I love hearing this stuff and sharing it with the audience. If people are interested in reaching out to you, you have a master class, I saw, correct? I do, I do. So my website is mindshiftwithlauren.com and my master class is a free master class and you can access that at mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash master class. Excellent. Well, listen, Lauren, this has been great. I can't thank you enough. And thank you so much for spending time with me and sharing. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you. Thank you again, Lauren, for joining me on Neurons to Nirvana. Please check the show notes to see the link to Lauren's free masterclass, Intro to EFT Tapping for Anxiety and Pain. Also, please be sure to like the video of this podcast and subscribe to the YouTube channel Neurons to Nirvana Podcast to follow and stay up to date to find out when we will release future episodes for viewing on YouTube. I'm grateful to be able to share these experiences with you. And as always, thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Tom Hartridge, and this is Neurons to Nirvana.